Just a warning, what you're about to see is a bit graphic. one-star podcast flyer side chat here it is monday september 5 2022 labor day here we're working on labor day and it's not called labor day because shane looks like he's about to give birth it's just Just an exceptional bowel movement that's all it's here yeah i imagine it's similar pain right probably Of of a of a person of my you know expansive bodily girth imagine a 40 pound shit is very similar to an eight pound toddler yeah Yeah, you know it's up there i gotta assume it's close yeah either way not fun we'll hear about this one tomorrow giving birth is far worse we we get it (laughs) can they rate this show lower than one star that'd be awesome we, we I would have like given a, this show zero stars, but I can't do that. Oh no, you got to give it like so, like like a quarter star is what I'm after. Like I just I want someone to come in here and give us a give us a rating less than less than one. If they could, they would. I guarantee it. No, oh, they'd have to. These fucking clowns, not getting the gimmick, not getting the joke. Ridiculous, man. So it's doing it's doing something weird outside right now. There's like liquid falling from the sky. What the fuck is that? I b- I believe it's some sort of of precipitation, uh, but the status of of what it does to the environment is still unknown. At this juncture, we're still waiting for you know certainly a quality news report because nothing but but you know factually just enlightening information come from news channels these days it's like who's kim kardashian dance uh, dating again i don't know yeah me either it's the first time it's rained like all summer Uh, it certainly feels like it man um brutal but much needed man much much needed yeah Um, the fucking grass is gonna grow again i know i'm looking forward to it um i'm pretty sure i broke up a marriage today hmm I um so I'm I mentioned I'm I'm in this writers group now right um and it's just uh, it's five individuals who are we we've all been writing for years um you know but, but for one reason or another you know there are very number of projects that we've started and we haven't been able to you know complete and we're all kind of using this as a tool to, to have like our own editors group and our own, you know, feedback session about things that are going on. So I decided, you know, I'm going to do a little bit of research into some of the characters or what makes certain characters in, in the book that I'm writing uh, just as authentic as possible. Right. So one of my characters is uh, uh, is a gentleman who has lost his job, but has not yet told his wife or his family. So he's just been, you know, for a month or so continuing to, go to work where really he's just going to see a movie or doing whatever it is that he's going to do. So I was like, all right, well, what goes through that person's mind? Right. 
is what I'm thinking. I was like, Oh wait, cook meth or something like that. And whatever venture this person goes on, you know, it's like, it's still relatively undecided at this point. This is all research that I'm doing on, on what, what makes that person's brain make that decision. So I realized I was like, Oh, one of my buddies did lose his job uh, several weeks ago. And he had said, he's like, I don't know how to tell my, my wife. And I was just like, look, man, she, she's going to understand this is several weeks ago. Um, now I, I, I'm assuming at some point he went and told her. So I called him. And when you call like good friends, like sometimes you could just jump right into a conversation without like pleasantries. Not like, Hey, how are you doing? Like, like this I show. just, exactly. Like I just jumped right into it. <laughs> Completely unbeknownst to me, I'm on speakerphone with him and his wife in their car as they're going out for a date night. Oops. As I'm sitting here, just going, "Look, man, I know it's been like three, three and a half, four weeks. I'm, I'm sure you already told. I almost said her name. Uh, told your wife, uh, you know, at this point that you, you've lost your job and you've just been, you know, going to the library and going to the movies and going and doing all these things. But like, I just, I was wondering, could I just like do like a, a short interview with you to understand what makes someone." make that those decisions to just not tell their partner and i just hear in the background she's like you fucking what and i'm like hey (laughs) (laughs) i'm working on a bit it's a two-person comedy sketch don't worry about this he was supposed to pick hi i real sorry about this hung up the phone he called me back six straight times and i just kept hitting ignore (laughs) ignore ignore and i'm like I don't know what to do in this point. How does someone not tell their partner like in, in real life, like in cinema or in, in books or in things like that. It's like, Oh, but yeah. So I got a less than pleasant conversation uh, awaiting me after this, after this show. (laughs) Oh dear God. Okay. I bet all the listeners uh, did not assume that that was the reason that I've broken up a marriage given all of our stories here. Probably not. No, it's probably like the least juicy. That would not have been my guess. No. Right. But no, sure enough. (laughs) Here I am just accidentally spilling truths that were not met yet to be, you know, made public or at least public to the family. Fucking dumb. (sighs) Man, but interesting, interesting conversations. Um, On an unrelated note, um, I went out to dinner yesterday with my father and I wore the, uh, flyer side chat, uh, fat guy haircuts t-shirt, <laughs> um, which this should tell you all you need to know about the status of my life and existence right now and how broken of a man I am. I Shane Mead, the guy who goes out in nothing but suits. I've given up. I'm just wearing t-shirts when I go out now. I'm like, this is, this is, this is what's happening. I'm no longer a suit guy. It's all, it's all downhill from here. Um, you know, but I wear the shirt, my, you know, my, my dad sees it and he goes, fat guy haircuts. (laughs) So I had to, I fed my father this, this full on lie about a a legitimate barbershop called flyer side chat that issues or specializes in those who are overweight or have exceptionally round faces ways to really shape your hair. Except my father being just the sweet gentleman that he is and overly gullible. It's like, Oh, do you think they could do something with my, where is it at? And I'm like, (laughs) now I'm committed to the lie 
and I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know, I mean, they're on the boulevard, like at the very end, of, like, it's just, it's, it's way out of the way, man. And, and it's, it's an expensive cut, man. Like, I don't know that you're going to want to mess around with this. And he goes, no, do they do your hair? Cause your hair looks good. And I'm like, <laughs> <sighs> no, they don't do my hair. I'm so I still go and see haircut Kristen. Like this is, I'm just, I just, it's just, a sh- it's, I'm sorry. I don't, I'll get you the information at the end of dinner, just hoping that he would forget right now. You know, an hour goes by and, and I'm he surely have forgotten. Correct. Sure enough, the waitress goes, that's an interesting shirt. And I was like, thanks. I'm this guy now that wears t-shirts for the first time out in public on purpose. And I'm getting commented on it. And I'm like, all right, what, what's happening? So now she's just reminded my father and he starts explaining this shop as if he frequents it all the time. Now he's taken my lie and extracted it into his own brain and built out this whole universe of haircut uh, barber shops and, and what they might or might not look like and what they do for fat guys and how they make us fat guys look slightly more presentable. And he's just loving it, telling his own story to this waitress. And she's like, Oh, and she turns to me and she goes, so do you get your hair cut there? I was like, what is happening? Why are both of you asking me this? And she's like, well, actually, I guess you probably don't get your hair cut there because your hair doesn't look like it's that, you know, uniquely cut or anything. And I'm like, are you saying my hair looks bad? And she goes, um, I'm just saying, like, if I wouldn't assume you got a fat guy haircut from the place that he just described, that sounds like a wonderful place. And I'm like, thank you. Not only have I wear a T-shirt for the first time out, I've now just been assaulted verbally by two different people about how my hair does not look good and I look like I should be getting fat guy haircuts. Guess we got to capitalize on that business idea next, huh? I guess, man. I like we should. I don't need. We should just buy like a like a. We need a food truck for the fried chicken cheeseburgers, and we need a storefront for the fat guy haircuts. We should just get a church, like an old church, and convert it to all like Jeremiah Strotsberg Studios. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine that? You put that studio in a, in a former church. Get lunch, uh, a haircut, and uh, fuck. That's it. And what? And what's better? Yeah, I mean the Holy Trinity right there. Right? That is that is the Holy Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, man, how, how are you? What what's what's going on in your week? Everything swell? Oh yeah. Great. I haven't done anything all week. It's a very boring week. Spent the entire weekend stripping hockey jerseys. Okay. Well, that's cathartic for you. The uh, the 2012 Winter Classic styles. They were all the alternates from 14 to 16, but I bought a uh, dozen jersey lot of them with the intention of stripping them. And man, is it a fucking pain in the ass. The, uh, <clears throat> the nameplates and numbers are felt. So the stitching sinks in on typical Reebok and Adidas jerseys. You can just put a little thread breaker there and go up the whole number, and it's, it's easy. Fine. Ten-minute job at best. But now I have to go, like, four or five at a time and take them all out. And then the the numbers aren't, like, plastic. On the, the back of the typical uh, jerseys, there's, like a, like, a shimmery plastic on there. It peels off nice and easy. Oh, no! This is paper! It's a paper backing with the adhesive. So there's little chunks all over the thing. So I stripped them on Saturday, and then Sunday I broke out the acetone with the washcloth and just fucking went to town on those things. And they look good now. They're all ready to ready to go and be customized. I'm just waiting for the shoulder patches. 
But uh, for the, the Winter Classic shoulder patches I got showing up sometime this week, since it was a okay. fucking holiday, nobody shipped anything, goddammit. But, you know, once they're here, I can ship them off, and then I think I'm going to be done for the summer. I think I'm about two dozen altogether or something like that, so it's time to right. <laughs> rein it in a little bit. Oh, Jesus. Whew. I did not just have a stroke. It was just an absurdly long yawn that I wasn't prepared for. Um, you did two dozen jerseys today? All together over the last oh. uh, month or so. Okay. I was like, how are you functioning with your hands? I'd have I, it's where arthritis would begin. Yeah, it, you, you do feel it, certainly, after a, a full day of it. But, you know, it's oh, cathartic. Yeah. Well, that's good. That is good. I'll tell you what isn't cathartic. You want to take a nap before we continue the show? or I tried taking a nap before the show. <laughs> it did not work. Um, I, I am exceptionally tired. I'm sleeping like two hours a night for the last couple of weeks. It's been not great. Um, as evident by my last week's you know performance on this fucking podcast you know, rare form. I was exhausted. Now I'm like pushed past that point where I'm like, I might fall asleep just speaking. Like, just like, just stare at the camera and not realize what happened. Um, but no. So again, um, you know, got neighbors who were out there having a, having a bonfire and everything the other night. And one woman, you know, she goes, is that a helicopter? And I look up and I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not a helicopter. Five minutes later, I'm thinking like, okay, there's, there's no reason to continue the conversation. Is it a plane? And I'm like, you know, it hasn't changed direction or movement or anything in the sky since you last asked. I don't think it's a plane or a helicopter. Aliens? And she's like, huh? It's too bright to be a star. And I'm like, okay, like <laughs> fucking whatever. We're good here. So I'm thinking that the whole group has now just decided we're going to leave this at that because it's not an interesting topic. No. Guy across the street who drives me crazy, who just can't stop talking about everything, finds an app, Googles stuff, scans the sky. And says, oh, that's Saturn. By the way, did you know? And then ripped off like 85 minutes straight of Wikipedia facts about Saturn and all the damages that our our ecosystem right now is doing to Saturn's rings and how in 30 billion years, the rings are going to implode upon themselves and fall into the actual planet itself. And it will no longer have rings orbiting around. It will just have rings or pieces of rings within the planet itself. And he just keeps talking and talking and talking. And I'm just like, would you shut the fuck up? Didn't know I said that out loud. And all 12 people looked at me like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm sorry. Sometimes I just say what the whole fucking room is thinking. I apologize. Shut the fuck up. I can't deal with this anymore. So we're sitting there and now, now it's awkward, right? Yeah. Because I'm not a good guy. So we're just waiting this out. And you know, it's, you know, people are like sort of like talking like a little bit here, a little bit there, but mostly everyone's awkwardly staring at a fire. So 
<clears throat> now, all of a sudden, right as the conversation starts to pick back up with other things, normal things, normal conversation, across the street guy goes, I just think it's really interesting that like, and goes right back into a bunch of fucking Wikipedia facts <laughs> on Saturn and all these TV shows that he's watched for years and years. And, and, and I'm just like, can you just stop, man? Like, what is wrong with you as a human being? You know what? I'm tapping out. I was trying. I'm good here. Y'all have a nice night. And I just walked inside. Now, the problem with this is my lovely fiance was watching a movie inside at the time. Her plan, unbeknownst to me, was to go out into with these people when her movie ended. I walked in as her movie ended. We basically just did like a high five on the way out as she walked out into the bomb scene that I just left. <laughs> 20 minutes later, she comes in. I'm laying in bed trying to fall asleep, and she just punches me in the shoulder. She's like, what the fuck did you say to the neighbors? And I was like, what? I'm asleep. What does it matter? And she goes, I just don't get it. Why can't you just say nothing or just be nice and just, you didn't have to go out there. I was like, you told me I had to go out there at some point. I had to start being nicer to these people. I had to start being present because you want to be friends with people. I don't want to be friends with fucking anybody. I'm done. My roster's full. I'm good. I got a lot of commitments. I can't fulfill those. Why are we doing this to me? Let me go to sleep. And she's like, did you yell at him about Saturn? And I'm like, are you asking me this seriously right now? <laughs> did I yell at a grown man about Saturn? Yes. Over and over again. Fuck. So the next night they had another bonfire and uh, neither me nor the missus were invited. So I got in trouble for that too. Can't imagine why. <laughs> at this point, they finally were like, maybe we should stop inviting him. I think you're right. You're that neighbor now. Yeah, that's it. And I'm good with that. I got to be honest. I'm, I'm, it's grand. I'm here for it. I love every time you wear this shirt. Because all I can see is I'm a whore, not yeah. the friend. And it just makes me smile because I love a good whore. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I watched here. a ridiculous amount of porn since our show last week. For research purposes? Just Oh, yeah, for sure. Just, I, there's no way I could get off to any of that. It's the freakiest shit I've ever seen. Right, look, man. You, um, you, 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 I learned things that I didn't think were possible, man. Dude. You know, when we did that call thing last week, was it Steve who was like, how did you not know what that is? And I'm like, honey, I don't know every fucking porn that exists on the world. And now I go out there and started dipping my toe into the freaky section of the internet. Holy Christ. What is uh, wrong look, with these people? As, uh, again, I, <laughs> my, <laughs> who I am in that aspect of my life is less than vanilla. That's what I've always said, right? Um there's very rarely are there things where I'm like, I have no idea what this is. I did not know what that was, Dan. <laughs> that was uncomfortable. Yeah. I did not know. I and I spent an inordinate amount of time just looking at my own unit and like trying to like yank the skin that is like it's it was a nightmare. I was in the shower and I'm just like, <laughs> I just need to know like. Maybe if I'm at 75%, I have enough extra skin that I can pull forward. Yeah. But if I'm 100% hard, there's just no way, right? That's what I'm thinking in my head. So in the shower, I'm trying to 
get myself to certain percentages. It was terrifying. I was just like, thank God. Like she didn't like come into the bathroom at any point to just be, I don't know, like brush her teeth or something. And here I am just like pulling dick, like so dumb, so dumb. I was, it was strange, man. I just don't understand all of it. Every, every, anything. I don't know. I might just be a missionary Monday guy from now on. I might, that might've broke me, Dan. <laughs> that might be it. Okay. Yeah. That was a, quite the experience. It was an interesting one to say the least. What a what a weird show last week. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> did we uh did we get questions in this week? Oh, let's fucking see. Questions, questions, questions. Uh <clears throat> this person says, What's one activity you won't do for a million dollars? One activity that I wouldn't do for a million dollars. Let's see. There's got to be something like really obvious and stupid that I wouldn't do that the rest of the planet would. That's what I'm trying to think of right now. Like I would, I would never do an eating competition. And I know Dan looking at me and the size of me, he'd be like, that's every day. I would never but lock it's not. your weight, Shane. Oh, never. Never. You would just you would just call direct attention to it. <laughs> well, yeah. Guilty. It's, that's terrible, dude. You know what? And it's weird. I can always tell if I've put on five pounds or lost five pounds, because if I put on five pounds, your eyes get real big and shocked right when the camera comes on. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. He looks rough this week. That's exactly right. <laughs> or if I or when I shave and oh, yeah. All right. One acti- back to back to the real stuff. Back to the question. One activity that I would not do for a million dollars. I would not. I would not do anything one-on-one with across-the-street neighbor. Pick the activity. Don't care what it is. I would not. I would rather jump off a bridge, and if I didn't die, have someone pick me up, carry my broken body back to the top of the bridge, and heave me off again (laughs) just to try to see if I could die. That is how much I don't want to be one-on-one with that human being. Do you know that people put things in their pee hole for sexual pleasure? I swear to God, Dan. <laughs> that's that's the one activity I don't think I would do for a million dollars. That's what we were talking about last week. That's what you were talking about last week. That's what I was. And so then I stumbled fucking... across it and and and, and got <laughs> my toes are curled just thinking about it. That's you. Ugh. Listen, I ain't here to king shame nobody. But what the fuck is wrong with you people? Go to church. Just, like you go to church. I just like, uh, uh, did you like, mm. <laughs> like for serious, man, like if you ever have, mm. <laughs> like if, if people think that they have like the STD, right? The STD, the STD, any, yeah. any STD. You know, like you go to a clinic or whatnot, and like they put a Q-tip there, and it's just, ugh. I can't handle the thought of that. Like I would rather just not have sex the rest of my life and just die not knowing 
whether I do or do not like just play Schrodinger's cat with what might or might not be infested inside my dick. And I would just be like, I don't care. We're just, we're good here. I don't want to risk it. I don't want to find out anything. I'm, I'm just done. Uh, because I wouldn't want to go through that experience, man. But there are people who legitimately like, <laughs> yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, there's a. Oh, there are people who like give their dick holes enemas. Yeah, man. Uh. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Why does it happen? Who thought of that? I have no idea. I, never something I would have thought of on my own. Right? Oh my dick. Oh, I can't. That's <laughs> horrifying. I just. <sighs> all right next question this person says if shane and dan were a pro wrestling tag team what would your team name be oh you're the you're the name guy this i gotta defer to you on this ah, man i wish i one of those questions i wish i saw hours ago i could have thought about it i know right um what's a synonym for fat that rhymes with cock <sighs> I, I, dude, I feel like I'm going to throw up right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ugh. what an image. <sighs> uh, uh, not a direct rhyme, but if you say it weirdly enough, slob. The slob and cock connection? There you go. Cock slob. <laughs> God. <laughs> the intermingled juices. <laughs> be like the least intimidating wrestling duo on the planet. <laughs> God. <laughs> Entering now to the ring. Cock slop. <laughs> it's just us walking in Borat's. <laughs> Thing. <laughs> oh god oh god oh i'm crying <laughs> oh cockslob there you go oh if we ever create a twitter just for this show that's that's the handle <laughs> you think it's taken let me see oh, it has to be at cock slob it is taken. Of course it is. By someone named Bone Lord. Do you think it's their real name? Mm-hmm. Cock Slobberer. Jesus. Well, that that's just turned Oh dear. <laughs> He's a cock slob here is a big fan of uh Japanese women wearing scantily clad outfits. Who isn't? That's fair. <laughs> their tweet 10 30 20 i love porn well they wrote that one all themselves i love porn can you just hold on move the screen down oh you want to see that no the other one. Oh, the other one that one uh, too skinny man jesus <laughs> yeah so cock slob here <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, God. Every week. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. <sighs> Next question. Oh, let's see. Where the hell do we leave off here? Uh, can I read this without getting canceled? Eh, fuck it. Let's try it. If it, I'm not going to get canceled on this show. Let's be real. If there was a baseball <laughs> team with one team composed of Amish people and another team composed of little people, who would win? <laughs> Amish people, dude. Do Amish know what there baseball is? If they do, I give it to the Amish because they, they know how to work their wood. That's what I'm saying. Like, even if it's not, like, they're... They're they're so like handsy and just like strong, right? You would assume they got to do all their own, like built like everything. Yeah, that's it's yeah. That's this isn't even close. It's a match I'd love to watch. That'd be a ridiculous strike zone for a little person, right? Well, you know Jeff Bagwell in the early two thousands would shrink himself down for a weird ass strike zone. That's tiny. Garrett Stubbs is like two and a half feet tall for the Phillies right now. <laughs> God. The Amish would win. Yeah, I'd give it to the Amish. Amish. Amish would win. Oh, yeah. Uh, this person says, favorite go-to drink during hockey season. Oh, that's all you. I'm, uh, I, don't, I don't do the alcohol, so I drink water. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite go-to drink during hockey season is probably just Baileys of some kind. Uh, Bailey's or some of the different flavors. You know, it's a late night game, uh, kind of desserty kind of thing. Nice, easy, sure. sippable stuff. Something like that. Uh, probably not the most healthy thing in the world, but you know, gets the job done when you're watching the Flyers fucking suck. When the Flyers are good, whenever they're on the West Coast, it's I, I do like um, I do like a, a cold brew coffee. Like I'll, I'll make cold brew uh, throughout the week and just kind of have that around the house for whenever. But Lord knows I don't need to stay up this year for any games on the West Coast. This person says, Four Flyer Side Chat! Shane! Dan! I really wish it didn't have to come to this, but you have left me no choice! I must now initiate the final protocol! The whole universe will now have to suffer and die because of your actions! I really did enjoy toying around with you meatbags, but there are... <laughs> <laughs> Do we have to use that terminology on this show this week? God. But there are greater things at stake, and I can't take any more chances based on your recent cyber attacks. The universe must be educated, and I am the very large woman to do that. I hope you enjoyed your time here on Earth, but unfortunately it must end here. This has been Roseanne Barr, your guide to the wonderful world of words, and now I will pierce your eardrums with Operation Grand Slam. Do you think it's the Little League midget team of Grand Slams or the Amish team of Grand Slams? So I was I, I was thinking that it was like the uh, the the Denny's like retiree softball game that it was that crew, <laughs> right? I'm wrong Fuck, I don't that. know. I'm reading this shit. Oh. Sounds like the Roseanne Barr conclusion is, is coming. It is coming. They're going to pierce our eardrums. That is what one thing. If... I didn't see somebody put their dick. I did not see anybody put a dick in an ear. Uh, so. Well, 
I'm That's sure it's great. out there if I look hard enough. I did not find anybody who can put their foreskin around a prolapsed rectum. I did look for that one. I couldn't find it. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh why? Uh, there's a lot of freaky prolapse anus porn, though, so if you want to really want to... Oh. <laughs> you want to question all your life choices. That's the, that's the way to do it. Dude, all right. My first experience with a uh, 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 prolapsed rectum. I can't believe that I have more than one. <laughs> but my first experience <laughs> <laughs> with the prolapsed rectum was I was over at Buddy's house like eight years ago, maybe longer. And um, he, his daughter was, I don't know. However, however old you are when like you first start like using the restroom, like on your own. So whatever age that might be, but she didn't know that you had to like, that you shouldn't keep pushing if stuff's not happening. So we're just there watching a movie and we just start hearing these horrific screams from a restroom. So my buddy was just like, Hmm, I'll go check it out. I'm like, well, I wasn't going to, it's your kid. So he goes and checks it out and he comes back running out in like a cold sweat, like a ghost saw him. And he's just trying to explain to me in horrid detail what he's just seen. And I just calmly, I'm like, your, your kid prolapsed her anus as a kid. And he goes, that's what that is. My wife told me that's why I can't have anal. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on so here we are and this is the most uncomfortable part of the story i now have to drive they only had the one car um so i now am driving him and his prolapsed anus child so he's sitting in the middle seat in the back of my uh of my well at this point i had a like extended cab but it was small so you're like it was horrible the back seat was not meant for grown people so he's sitting in the middle seat and she is just laid over top of him prolapsed anus in the air so there's a towel over it and we're on speakerphone with a doctor's office and they're like well what you can do is just poke it until it goes back in and I'm like, if you touch that kid's anus right now while I'm driving and I am stopping this car and I'm leaving you here, I can't believe. And sure enough, through my rear view mirror, every once in a while, I'm just like looking back to make sure they're okay. He's just like through a towel. And I'm like, you're putting your kid through hell right now, man. So that's my first experience. <laughs> With uh, with a uh, with a prolapsed rectum, man, that's it was horrifying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, mm. All right, got through it. do you have to push them where your whole asshole falls out? I don't know. And it's not like I can like ask it. It's a kid, right? I can't just be like, uh, for research purposes, uh, 
how ma- how many pounds of pressure were you exhibiting <laughs> at the time? The PSI of, of your asshole of lapsing. Mm. <laughs> Dude, and like, there's an irrational fear I didn't know I had. But like, what, I'm but gonna be so thing. cautious pooping from now on. But like, what happens too? Like, if if it was like, I, and I don't know, I don't know the setup. I don't know what was going on. It's a it's a kid. It's, it wasn't my kid, so I don't know. What if it was on one of them kid like squatty potties, right? Where like, it's not like you're not like on a toilet toilet. Like you're on like a fake like little kid toilet thing, right? That doesn't even have water in it. So what happens if you're trying to sit there and just release your bowels as a kid on this little squatty potty thing? I don't even know if it's called a squatty potty. We'll just call it a Fisher Price toilet, right? That way everyone knows what we're talking about. That bottom of the bowl can't be very far down. What happens if your prolapse butt touches the bottom of where you ordinarily shit? Now you're wiping up prolapse rectum juice and poop. That's horrifying. You know, I didn't think this show could sink lower than it did last week, but here the fuck we are. What am I supposed to do? You said, I, you said something juices. that you recalled a story of me. I just. Yeah, last week when during the whole thing, you wondered if you could put some of your foreskin around a prolax reptum. The answer. I, I, uh. I, 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 <laughs> I don't think it's impossible, but I have not seen visual proof of it happening yet. It would have to be a dwarf's butthole, right? (laughs) Can we say that word? (laughs) Where's the line in the sand here? I don't know anymore, Shane. I think we can say whatever the fuck we want at this point. Jesus Christ. (sighs) Jesus, man. This is tough. Holy This this sure is something. (laughs) Right. Oh, I, my. I hope this gets listened to in the office tomorrow by everyone. <laughs> um, uh, mm. I'm going to need you to clean out your cubicle. Why? <laughs> God. Okay, let's fucking try and move on here. God damn it. All right, go ahead. Uh, hello, Shane and Dan. Please help again. I've been racking my mind for solutions to this dilemma, thinking perhaps I should hire a PR firm, but then I glimpsed at my calendar and realized it's Monday. St. Peter and a popsicle stick, I exclaimed, as I realized <laughs> I could simply send my latest co- uh, quandary and solicit your wise counsel. As I revealed last week, I recently discovered my family is extraordinarily wealthy. Being a charitable fellow, I've decided to give back to the community by purchasing a local sports franchise. Even though I have enough dough to hire Brian Roberts as my butler, I decided to purchase a more wholesome organization untainted by Comcast. You say taint, by the way? I have acquired a 100% ownership stake in the Phantoms. Seems simple enough, right? Not so! In an effort to enhance the dining experience of our fans, I told my team to get the rights... (laughs) and start building as many big woodies as possible in Allentown. Uh, Must we? (laughs) I heard it's a great sports bar and pub. Just wanted uh, a place where close friends could go for a thick all-beef burger and a stiff cocktail. God. Oh, the innuendo. I'm here for it. Keep going. Or let off some steam with the boys after a game or other event. Regrettably, there was a mix-up. Instead of big Woodies, my team purchased the famous Philly gay bar Woodies. Franchises will be popping up all over Allentown, and I'm afraid they won't be the only thing popping up, if you know what I mean. 
I still want our fans to have top-notch dining experiences, but also don't want to deprive fine people of the Lehigh Valley of premium nightlife offerings. Construction has already begun. Please help! I'm stuck between a rock and a very hard place. (laughs) (laughs) And must give my team an answer by tomorrow. Can I just say that some of the people that write in, like, truly would have a career in in skit comedy like you could submit these skits somewhere and they would be played they would be someone would act this out for you this is some brilliant stuff between the roseanne bar thing this agent s early on excellent work by by these people um but listen uh if i if i didn't know i mean i i i think it's hilarious if hear me out the affiliate to the flyers known hater of all minority groups now has an entire restaurant scene restaurant scene that is actually in fact a gay bar that means everyone's going to roll out to you in basically our flyer side chat uniform of the borat in roller skates <laughs> And just give you nothing but dick-shaped sandwiches and foods for your viewing experience. I think that you've just, I think that's gold. I am here for it. I'm here for the disdain that must flow within the Comcast building and the Wells Fargo Center for the Philadelphia Flyers to sit there and just say, God damn it. Our affiliate is out there pumping cock and it's the last thing we want to see or talk about. I think it's brilliant. Hmm. Okay. You got nothing on this one? You're I, I <laughs> You said enough dumb things for one of us. <laughs> okay. As Burns says, hello, Shane and Nan. I confess that this message isn't really for you. It is for the love of my life. The one that got away. The one from which all other women will be compared to. My na- <laughs> really. My name is Tom Arnold from the past. I desperately need to get a message to Roseanne Barr from the future and had to coerce a e- <laughs> Had to convince a young and highly awkward Harvard student named Mark Zuccarello or something like that. To use his computer skill, uh, computer skills to let me send you this message. The message is, I love you, Roseanne. I miss you. Sure, I wandered <laughs> off the path of Brit- biscuits and gravy and went to the salad bar of thinner dining options for women. <laughs> I lost my mind and my purpose. What say me and you get back together and collide our heavenly bodies like two oiled up sumo wrestlers in a demonstration of love? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Oh. oh god so much grease <laughs> oh. I regret all my prior actions and poor decisions that led us to breaking our orbit with one another I shouldn't have strayed I shouldn't have taken all your Arby's coupons and threw them in the trash <laughs> Oh, they got the meats, man. (laughs) (laughs) I was selfish.
mission wrong. How about we make up and make out en route to reintroducing our sexual pollinating organs to one another? Don't worry, I will bring the bag of flour. And as Judge Mills Lane would say, let's get it on! Please take me back. Oh, oh God. Uh, <coughs> oh, I just, I need you hell. guys to know that Stephanie just texted me during that laugh fit. And she said, are you okay? It sounds like you're in the middle of a complicated situation. Ain't that the fucking sorry, truth? I re- responded. I'm sorry. I think I prolapsed my anus. <laughs> Oh, look, we are, uh, we are, I am here to bring these, these people from two different eras back together once again, via fast food meats. (laughs) Oh, wait, can you just tell me, was this the same, the same person that submit both of those? This was a different one else. I love this, that they are playing (laughs) off each other. Oh, this is so good. Oh my God. Oh, did we read this one? Oh, for God's sake, I don't think so. <clears throat> this person says, A pleasant good evening to you, Dan and Shane. Listen, I don't think my previous apology for the one-star review seemed genuine. That's because it <laughs> wasn't. I want to offer an explanation for my grudge. The truth is, I am one of your new neighbors. I saw your guitar collection and wanted to have a jam session with you, bro beans. <laughs> Maybe if we do that, I'd be inspired to leave a five-star review. I'd like to share a sample of this totally original piece that I wrote that explains my feelings. Please don't laugh at me. I can't take another heartache. <laughs> Though you say you're my friend, I'm at my wit's end. You say your love is bonafide, but that don't coincide with the things that you do when I ask to be nice. You say you gotta be cruel to be kind in the right measure. <laughs> Whew. I'm still not doing any. I'm not playing guitar with anybody. I'm sorry. We're sticking at our one star. If you can give us less, give us less. <sighs> Please don't judge the lyrics. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I love it. <clears throat> Absolutely love it. <sighs> okay. What a day of questions, man. Yeah, really. Uh, Another absurd Monday. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's speaking of Stephanie earlier in the week, man. So my dog every once in a while will. Um, like he'll just. He'll come and like lay down in the. uh carpeted area of the upstairs hallway um and he'll just lay and he's like this seems like a good place to take a nap and i'll just like look at him like just straight out from my office and i'll be like all right i'm gonna go lay down with him for a second well like earlier this week well i guess technically last week um i went i laid down i fell asleep with him right now i must have been like out out because like i said i've been sleeping like shit it's been, I'm a, I'm a broken man, Dan. It's been a horrible couple weeks. Um, so if I'm falling asleep, I must be deep asleep. So I was out, out. And <laughs> the dog, I guess, at some point during our sleeping together on the fucking floor, 
got up as animals are apt to do and walked around and just, you know, went about his day. So I was out. Stephanie got home from wherever she was work or whatever. She just found me laying lifeless <laughs> in the hallway. I got awoken. So she was terrified. I just hear this horrid scream and just start getting shook like crazy. And then the dogs barking everywhere. And I'm sitting here and I'm freaking because now I don't know what's going on. And I'm I'm so delirious from my sleep. Yeah. That when I woke up, she was angry. Like it was one of those things where it wasn't like, oh, thank God. It was like, you're such a piece of shit. And she starts <laughs> slapping the hell out of me because I had fallen asleep in an incorrect area of the home. Oh, again, I, I can understand what finding your, you know, large fiance with heart issues laying face down yeah. on carpet in the middle of the hallway must look like. <clears throat> but, um, but yeah, it gave her quite the scare. You know, it was nice to know that she cares. It wasn't like I <laughs> could you imagine if I wasn't really asleep, but I was just playing a trick and she was just like, oh, thank God. And that was the only reaction. <laughs> and she's like, all right, let me work myself up to call the police. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck you. Like, Jesus. Like we need a divorce. <sighs> oh, man. Killed 50 minutes already. That's good. That's good. Hmm. I saw a, um, every time I see like, like real life Karen situations, I get like both like really entertained and equally as upset that people could really be that way. Like you ever like, just when you're out in public anywhere, whether you're shopping or, you know, getting gas, like whatever. And like, you see someone male or woman uh, or female, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, just, just acting, just horrible towards yeah. someone for no reason and it's like it's really fucking entertaining but it's also deeply upsetting that like someone's wired this way that this is an appropriate way in their brain to respond um well i was getting um i was in the grocery store and i needed to get um just like some fresh produce i was making a sauce um and so i'm in like that section of the grocery store and this woman is so I'm in at this point, I'm in front of like the onions. Um, and then behind me is like the limes and lemons and things like that. And that's where she was. I just hear, and I thought she was kidding. You know, she's just like, I was going to take that lemon. And like, I kind of turned around and I was like, I'm assuming at this point they're together. Mm -hmm. They weren't. Mm. So I turned back around and I'm just like, again, grabbing a couple red onions, grabbing a couple sweet whites. And I'm like, I'm like, all right, like, <clears throat> and all of a sudden I just hear like, like <laughs> she's throwing limes at the ground in a fit. <laughs> so she starts freaking out and she's, she has now determined that this person is, uh, is a Republican. Hmm. Like she's just making shit up. Like I shit you not. This guy had a white t-shirt on. Like, I don't, I don't think there was any design on it from what I could tell. Um, so it was like, just like a white, like t-shirt with like, like a, like a pocket. 
um, and just, you know, khaki shorts, like whatever. And she's just losing her mind saying you're a Trump supporter, you're a Trump supporter. She's going crazy. Um, and she yanks the bag that like, you know, how, like you go to the grocery store, you can put like, you know, whatever your fresh produce is in sure. one of those. Like, yeah. So she yanks that tears it open, <clears throat> gets mad at him and says, I can't believe you just dropped the lemon that I was going to take as if she didn't rip it out of his hands. And he's like, lady, just take it. It's fine. Why don't you take what you want to take? I'll back up and wait for you. So he's just trying to be like, this is crazy. Do what you need to do. So <clears throat> she goes, she picks this up and she's yelling the whole time. So he's just calmly waiting. And I'm just looking at him like, how are you just like, just sitting here like this? So she goes, she turns the corner and I just see this, like you like, you just see that person take that like deep breath and like look up at the ceiling and just be like, <laughs> If you want to take me now, take me <laughs> like that type of a look. So he did that and he went, he picks up a lemon and he awkwardly spins around and he goes, anybody uh, have claim to this one? <laughs> Which I found hilarious. So I laughed and I said, no, but if you could save the one, two racks up and to the left, that's mine. I appreciate it. If you could just, just put it with the limes so I know it's mine. So he does so in joking fashion. Unbeknownst to us, this woman isn't actually around the corner. She's just waiting at the end cap because she assumed correctly, apparently, (laughs) that this guy was going to make fun of the way that she behaved. Oh, boy. She had gotten a full gallon of orange juice from the section right behind, waited for him. And as he's walking to go into that aisle, she just starts pouring it all over this guy and starts losing her mind. So this poor kid, you know how grocery store workers just look like they work at a grocery store. Mm -hmm. Like same thing as like people who work at like carnivals and, and fairs, you look at them and you're like, this makes sense. Like they're not equipped to handle this situation more often than not. Right. And like this poor kid like goes over there and he's got to defuse this situation. And this woman's saying, throw this man out. He's been harassing me all day. He followed me out of my neighborhood. All this shit going insane. And I'm sitting here thinking like this woman can't possibly be like stable as a human being. Right. So this all goes on. This kid starts taking a statement from her. This guy is now like he's got like a basket with four things in it and that's it. And he's like, I'm just going to check out with what I got. I'm going to leave. And the kid was like, thank you. I think that's a good idea. And I'm like, you didn't fucking do anything. Hmm. So he goes, he checks out. I get the rest of my produce that I needed. I go, I check out. We're walking out. That's fine. So I go to leave and you know, I leave first. I pull in, I back into my driveway. Right. And sure enough, this guy covered in orange juice lives in my neighborhood. I see him get out of the community parkment section and he's walking up with his little bag of groceries and orange juice covered fucking shirt. And wouldn't you know it? So's the crazy lady. So she wasn't lying. She might really think this guy was following him. Now they went into two separate homes. I now I had to sit there and watch the whole thing unfold. But I was like, how fucking psychotic do people have to be? Like, 
you could there's a there's a hundred some houses in this neighborhood you couldn't fathom the fact that like we live 30 seconds away from a grocery store that someone in the neighborhood might i don't know shop there too you're insane so then I went to take the dog for a walk later, and there's cops outside of her house. She tried pressing charges for stalking on a neighbor. Didn't she assault him? It's, uh... Yes! <laughs> Unbelievable. Sounds like a lovely lady. Just stupid, man. Fucking dumb. But yeah. Currently watching uh, Shawshank with Andy and Morgan Frost. My friend, Andy Dufresne. Zay Watanehu. Quality flyer side chat callback there. So. <laughs> High level humor. Uh, I'm not watching anything. <clears throat> hmm. I think that's all I got, man. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, everyone. <laughs> Call it a day here. Um, got some shows coming up. Uh, Frequent Flyer was up yesterday. Got another one coming up soon. Episode 77. That's the one I finally delivered my, my rant on the off season. I've been promising <laughs> it all summer long. Finally delivered. It's fucking great. Uh, Love it. Yeah, so that one's coming up. They'll be up sometime this week. <clears throat> so, yeah, check it out. Uh, plenty of stuff from brotherbuck.com. Dot. Com. <laughs> Act in the Flyer Fan app, Brotherly Podcast, Brotherly underscore pod. I can hear my echo through your headphones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Shane! Uh, you guys can get me on Twitter. It's at Shane underscore Mead. Uh, and then always text in 267-227-0328. Text in questions, not goddamn ballots. <clears throat> How about that? Text in whatever you want. Don't listen to him. <sighs> All right, everyone. Until next time, goodbye and good nights. <laughs>